What is good, everybody, man? Welcome into the Blue Bloods as we continue our FCS player spotlight entering the 2023 season. We are joined. Th this guy might not need an introduction if you watch the show. He was top three on my Buck Buchanan watch list all season long. In my opinion, one of the best cornerbacks in the entire country. My guy, Maxwell Anderson, Weber State defensive back, consensus FCS All-American. In any publication that didn't have this guy first team, Needs to watch more film, as I always say on this show. All Big Sky selection led the Big Sky in both passes defended in, and interceptions and was top 10 in the entire country in total interceptions last season. Man, Maxwell, appreciate you hopping on the show, man. Uh, nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. So let's I want to go back. A lot of people who might not have seen you come come out of high school would know that you not only were you a first team all everything in football, you also were named the league MVP in basketball, a first team all league player as well. Was there ever any consideration to play both sports at the collegiate level? Uh, yeah, definitely uh, when I was younger. But growing up, I always uh, gravitated towards football because my family is a football family, so. But, yeah, definitely hey, when I was – I love both sports. So. I, I love – I watched some of the highlights, and it, it was insane. So I, I had to ask that. But looking at your recruitment overall, what separated Weber State from some other programs in your recruitment coming out of high school? Uh, like the genuineness, if if that's a word. I don't even know if that's a word. But uh, yeah. I, felt, I felt the family-oriented – when they came up to me and and sent me the offer, uh, I had a home visit with the head coach and who was Coach Hill, and then our recruiting coordinator, who is uh, Coach Q, who is now at Utah. So um, those are two great guys, um, still part of my life today. So I just felt genuine with them. Um, everything they said, they held true. They they stuck to their word. Uh, so it was it was a no brainer to, to follow that to follow that train and go to Weber State. When you step in year one, you guys had a lot of new faces in the defensive back room, but also you were thrust directly into playing time due to some injuries and some and some spots in that secondary that needed to be filled. You saw action in all 14 games as a true freshman. Looking back now, what was your biggest learning experience your first year at the collegiate level? Uh, the knowledge of football. Um, I was in high school. I just, I just basically played off athleticism. I didn't know formation, um, splits. I didn't know none of that. So just being in the film room early on, learning a lot of different things from a lot of players, I just learned the game of football a little bit more that allowed me to play a little faster as a freshman. And it just continues to grow. So. This past season, a lot of people look at it as really the breakout year where everyone across the FCS knows now who you are coming into the season, going to be one of the favorites for the Buck Buchanan Award. What clicked this year, man, in terms of just your overall game that allows you to have a consensus All-American season for Weber State? Um, I say confidence. Obviously, I always had confidence, but just going into my junior year, this pattern that clicked in my head was like, it's now or never. Uh, so I took everything a little more serious, the weight room in the off season, the, the film in the off season, the film during season, just becoming a complete football player, uh, not just on the field, but off the field and everything started to uh, translate and click for me. So. 
this past all season, you guys go through a coaching change. I've I've already talked to your head coach, co- coach uh, Mickey Mental, man, and I I love him as a guy, man. Great interview too, and I really I really like his vision for the program. What were some of the challenges for you, man? Because you came in under the previous regime, have been with the same coaches kind of throughout your career. Were there any challenges for you to go through this coaching change this past season? Um, I wouldn't say no challenges, honestly. Obviously, is is big um getting a new head coach um but it wasn't a challenge because coach mental was there last year just he just got into a bigger position now Um, he's still the same guy cool nice guy uh fun to be around so we got the same coaches as last year same it's the same same thing we've been doing there's nothing really different now so i wouldn't say it was no challenges coming into this year i just i just like how everything is running smoothly the age of this age of college football, man, I thought for a coaching change, Weber State did not see as many transfers as a lot of people see throughout coaching changes. Did you did you ever think to explore the transfer portal or did or what was it about Weber State that made it the place for you to finish out your collegiate career? Um, I think Weber State is where I grew up at. I tell people that all the time. Um, it's, it's hard to leave somewhere you grew up. Uh, I like at Weber State. Um, it's a great place, great community, the people around. Um, it just feels like family, like I said before. So it, it would be hard to leave here. It's, it's, it wasn't a thought that, oh, yeah, I'm going to go somewhere else because the family-oriented people that are here. So you, you stick to the people who you your whole life. So. Man, I, I love that. And I, that kind of talking about, about that like family that you've developed – your DB coach, Andre Dyson, man, he's done it at the highest level. He's been to the NFL as a defensive back. He's done it at a high level in the collegiate ranks, and he's one of the best young coaches coming up in this coaching circuit. Talk a little bit about how what your relationship is like with Coach Dyson and how he's preparing you to be the next great corner to come out of Weber State. Man, that's the guy. Just like you said, he don't need no introduction. Uh, he's done it all. Played in the NFL for for a long time, been in the Super Bowl, made big plays on a, on the a biggest stage. So you don't really have to, to question what he tells you. He, he's not going to steer you wrong. He, he's a, a good guy, uh, only wants the best for you. Um, our connection is real close, obviously, because I, I got a desire to be in the NFL. So I'm trying to pick his brain every day. Uh, what can I do? What can I do better? Uh, is my alignment correct here? What do I need to fix? And and film is the big thing with him, so that's why I feel like I gained a next step with with him as my DB coach, uh, learning the game a little more, breakdown film, knowing if I take this wrong step, it might lock my hip, and and just knowing different things about football. Uh, he's a great guy to learn from, so. And looking just at at the team, man, your brother LJ is also part of this Weaver State secondary. Was was that something you guys talked about growing up, playing together at the collegiate level? And now looking back, man, what kind of experience has that been? Because my brother's 13 years younger than me, so we there was no chance that that ever happened for me and him. So what does it mean to you to be able to suit up with him week in and week out at Weaver State? It's great. Uh, I think it, it built a closer connection with me and my brother. My brother's actually here right now with me. Uh, we do everything together, uh, working out off the field, on the field watching film, 
obviously we're close, but this the bond that um, obviously we created going into battle every Saturday uh, is lovely. I love to see him grow each day. Uh, when he first got here, it's a lot of things he had to learn, and I love to see the progress. He, he's learning each and every day. He's getting better each and every day, and that just makes me feel better. So it's lovely to see yeah. that. I love that, man. I thought that was one of the coolest things, man, when I was when I was doing research for this interview. But shifting to, shifting to more about your development, man, I want you to compare fresh, true freshman year Maxwell Anderson to the guy I'm talking to now going into his senior season. What has been the biggest developmental change for you over these first few seasons? Mm, I say, okay, so I'm going to Coach Hill back a little bit. I'm going to say my strain, my effort. Um, obviously, coming out of high school, you don't know. I mean, you know hard work, but it's a little it's a little different in college. Um, so I was playing it cool when I first got in, you know, being a, being a, I was a, a good athlete in high school. So I'm thinking it's going to come natural and just play. But it's, you, you got to work a little harder than everybody else. So that's why I think I took my biggest step. I, I'm doing a lot of extra work. I'm doing a lot of things that people probably don't do just so I could be better. Um, and that's the difference with me now. So I feel like it gives me confidence. It allows me to be who I am on, on a higher level because I know the work that I put in behind the scenes that nobody really sees. Looking at your game, because I know every athlete always has things they want to tweak and change about their game each offseason. What was your one thing that you wanted to improve on the most going into 2023? My aggressiveness. Um, I feel like everybody sees me for the picks. Obviously, that's great. That's what that's what gets you known. That's what got me known. And I'm going to continue to do that. But my aggressiveness as well, uh, moving all around the field, moving all around the secondary, Got to be able to come down and tackle. Got to be able to come down and be aggressive, make my make my physical presence known in the run game and, and stuff like that. Get into the quarterback a little more. So, just being around the ball a little more will make me make me better. So, man, absolutely. Because I, I saw toward the end of the season they stopped throwing your way. They were look they were looking for your number and they weren't tossing it that way. Yeah, look, that's how I get. That's what my coach told me early in the season when I was getting the picks early. He was like. It's going to stop coming your way, getting them while they're coming. So I was trying to take advantage of every opportunity. Hey, you definitely did that. But looking at your overall goals, man, when I look at your career, you've done all you've you've been all conference now. You've been in F a first team FCS All American. You've you've been on the Buck Buchanan watch list and been a finalist for that. You've done all this stuff. What are your personal goals for Maxwell Anderson going into your final season? That's a good question. Uh, I want to be a unanimous All-American. I want to be able to make it known that everybody got me on the list as a first-team All-American. I want to, to prove to everybody I'm the best in the FCS. I want to prove to myself that I'm the best, and and that's what I'm that's what I'm pushing forward to. Hmm. Listen, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like I said at the beginning, the fact that not everyone had you as a first teamer this year was a little was insane to me. So I think the Associated Press and us were the two that had you as first team. I, I just need to know what film the other the other publications were watching, because I to me, it should have been it should have been unanimous this year. Yeah, it's all right. That, that, that just gave me something to work toward, too.
you know, shifting toward, you know, just some questions to get to know you a little bit better, man, toward the end, so quick hitters. Your favorite covers, your, your favorite scheme to run, man or zone? Oh, man, guy. I think that's why I feel in this weird state defense. I love not worrying about them, but guarding man, getting to lock down somebody, get to tell them I'm locking them down, and get get to have fun while I'm doing this. I, I'm a man-to-man guy. Uh, no surprise on, to me on that one, man. Looking at your game, which NFL player do you feel like you most model your game after? It's a good question. I wouldn't say I model my game after. I think I just try to be me. I try to. I might. I might take a little couple of things from some people, but I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? I like to be me. I like to be a little different. Like to act a little different. So. The way I move just comes natural, basically. Things I work on, on and off the field. Now, I like that answer because, hey, because eventually, man, if, if everything goes to plan, there's going to be guys at the collegiate level saying they're going to model their game after Maxwell Anderson in the league. So I, I love the answer that you're just like, I'm going to be myself and do my own thing, man. So I'll just be honest with you. Defensive backs get thrown under the bus on this show all the time by the wide receiver. So I got to ask. How big of a trash talker are you during the game in between those white lines? Oh, I love it. I love it. I think that's all a part of uh, competing, competitiveness, uh, especially wide receiver DBs, two skill positions. Um, they want to beat me, and I'm trying not to let them beat me. So it's going to get a little a little bit out there. So I, I, love, I love trash talking. Man, I love it. So I'm sure you know him because you you guys played against him. Justin Ford from Montana came on here last year and said that every great DB has to talk trash. He was like, if you're not talking trash, he was like, you got to incorporate it in your game to be an elite defensive back. That means you're a little scared. That's what I feel. If you talk trash and back it up, that means you're, mean you're good. I I love that comparison. I, I'm 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 a clip that because that 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 is a very very good point. Because if you're not a, if you're too scared to back it up, then that's a whole another level. So I got to ask you, man. No, don't have to give away all your trade secrets. But the number one mistake a wide receiver can make against you in one on one coverage? Uh, give them the way to split. I think that's the one I could give to the world. Even if you give you if you give away a split to your route. I noticed that immediately. Like if you tight to the line of scrimmage, you too far away from the numbers. I pick on that quick, and I, I feel like I'm good enough now that I can see the whole formation of the field. That you giving just even a little bit of a, of a split recognition for me, I, I know what play is coming. Hmm. So I so I got to ask based off of that because you kind of talked a little bit earlier about film study. How much film do you watch in the week? of your matchup each week? And do you watch it just of your wide receiver matchup or do you also pay a lot of attention just to the overall offense as throughout your film study? So um, at the beginning of the week, I go go through the film and watch the whole team, like the formations and, and what route might come out of different different type of formations. But towards later in the week, I'm locked in uh, knowing what release they like to use for a certain for a certain route, uh, what split they might like for a certain route. It's just little things that that you can touch up on that gives you a faster jump to to get a a, a better look at the play. 
Mm, I, I like that, man. So the final two questions, the first one, we'll have to give a little bit of credit to the other side of the ball. Who was your, who was your, the wide receiver that you had most fun guarding? That was like the best matchup for you throughout your career. Do you know what's going to be funny about this question? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you one, one or I'm going to give you two. And they're, they're both on, on Weep State football team. So I'm going through practice every day against Rashid Shaheed and Tyler Pearson. I, those are the two that I feel like got me better each and every day. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't give it to nobody else. Those are the top two that I feel like made me better and, and that's going through practice each and every day one-on-ones seven-on-seven I, I can't argue with that because both of those guys were elite wide receivers so i i, I do not I, I completely agree with that answer but man the final question I know the goal, the ultimate goal is the NFL Weber has put defensive backs in the league from from this program as well if an NFL franchise asks you what they're going to get in Maxwell Anderson if they take you in the 2024 NFL draft, man, what do you tell them? The competitor, a smart football player, somebody who always wants to learn, somebody who's not who's not uh, complacent. I'm trying to get better every day. So uh, you're getting a person who wants to compete and, and get better each and every day to try to be the best out Man, I, I I love the answer, man. I'm expecting you to be one of the top FCS NFL draft prospects coming out next season, man. But Maxwell, I appreciate your time so much, man. But this is all about player promotion on this platform. So let people know where they can find you on social media, contact you for NIL, man. Any messages, anything you want to say to the people, this time is yours. Uh, follow me on Instagram at btl.uno, btl.uno. And uh, my Twitter is right here uh, at underscore Prince Uno. Um, if you need me, I'm not hard to find. You can get at me. I'll respond. I promise. Hey, guys, this is, in my opinion, the best returning defensive back in the FCS this upcoming season. Going to be one of the top FCS draft prospects coming out next season. But, guys, make sure to go follow Maxwell on all social media platforms. Stay tuned for a huge season for Weber State football, guys. But for Maxwell, myself, and the Blue Bloods, guys, we are out for right now.